started as a low hum, almost too quiet to hear. She strained to catch the oddly familiar tune amidst the noises of her everyday life. Every time she thought she recognized it, it slipped away, fading into the background. Some days, she was just too busy to even notice it. But other days, it would tease her with just a few notes drifting lazily on the evening air. Or leave a faint echo of itself in the recesses of her mind. It really was quite maddening. It felt like a childhood memory playing hide-and-seek. It was trying to remind her of something important she had long ago forgotten. And as she drifted off to sleep one night, the notes became clearer and louder. She knew this song. She loved it as a child. Her mother would sing it to her every night before bed. It was the lullaby of her childhood. Then, clear as a bell, she heard her mother's voice reminding her, The strongest light is the light that shines within you. Use it to lead the way of your life. Because nothing can dim the light that shines from within. Hello and welcome to the Aquitaine Project Podcast. I'm Marlo Mead, your host, guide, and fellow traveler on a journey of self-discovery. On my podcast, I share with you the voices, stories, and legacies of women past and present, women I affectionately call my bright lighters. For me, these women transcend time, teaching us lessons we can use in our own lives each and every day shining their light from different centuries, cultures, and corners of the earth. They challenge us to become bright lighters in our own right. So if you're ready to be inspired to learn a little, grow a little, laugh a little, and shine a lot, I hope you'll stick around. I am so very excited to announce this month, the Aquitaine Project podcast celebrated its first anniversary, and I could not have done it without all of you, all my Brightlighters out there who listen to the podcast, so thank you. Over the past year, I've had the great joy of sharing with you my incredible Brightlighters, women whose stories have made me laugh, 
made me cry, stories that remind me to stand up for who and what I believe, and that have inspired me to never give up on myself, my ideas, or my dreams, no matter what life throws in my way. Each of these remarkable women have reinforced my belief that when we as women learn from each other, share our experiences, support each other's goals and aspirations, and cheer each other on to greater and greater heights, we can change the world. It is this belief that guides the Aquitaine Project mission to support women by lighting the way for women to learn from yesterday what we need today to create a brighter tomorrow. So, I've spent the past few weeks reflecting on my Aquitaine Project journey and how I got here, what I want to accomplish, and what's in store for the Aquitaine Project in the future. But the most important question for me as I've looked back over the last year has been why. Why did the idea of the Aquitaine Project stick with me all these years? Why do I feel so strongly about inspiring women to live up to their aspirations? And why do I want to create something that makes the world a brighter place? We'll get into the big why a little bit later on. But first, let's start at the beginning and how trusting the light within brought the Aquitaine Project into existence. The universe buries strange jewels deep within us and then stands back to see if we can find them. Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic One of the first questions people ask me about the Aquitaine Project podcast is, where did the name Aquitaine come from? The short answer is, the Aquitaine Project is named for Eleanor of Aquitaine, a strong, resilient, badass 12th century medieval queen who had the distinction of being the queen of both France and England and the mother and grandmother of some of the most notable men and women in history. Then I go and tell them to get the full story, listen to her episode on the Aquitaine Project podcast. But to understand how the Aquitaine Project came into being, we have to go way back. The year was 1999. Go ahead, add the obligatory Prince reference. I'll wait. As I was saying, it was 1999, I was married with four kids, and it was time for me to go to college. My idea of partying. Now, I have always loved history, any and all forms of history, so I knew for certain I wanted to get my degree in history and one day become a college professor and teach young minds to love history as much as I did. So, how did an aspiring college history professor become the founder of an organization dedicated to championing the lives of women? Well, it all kind of boils down to three things. Number one, my first class in medieval history, which is where I first learned of Eleanor of Aquitaine, hooked me for life. And from that point on, my college experience centered around medieval and women's history, women's studies, and with some cultural anthropology thrown in for good measure. Delving deeply into the historical stories of women from different time periods and from all over the world fascinated me, and the knowledge and wisdom I gained from my studies started a tiny, tiny spark of light in my soul. Number two, I am a woman. I'm a daughter, and I'm the mother of daughters. As a woman, I connected with and admired the women who overcame adversity and challenges throughout history 
to fight for and accomplish what they set out to do to create a better life for themselves, their families, and their communities, and even for the world. Their stories are rich with meaning and hold timeless lessons that need to be preserved and shared. As a daughter, I embraced the belief instilled in me by my mother that I could do or be anything I wanted to be, even as her own fears, insecurities, and self-doubts consumed much of her own life. As a mother with daughters of my own, it has always been extremely important to inspire them and my sons to dream big and to help them develop the self-confidence needed to fearlessly pursue whatever they wanted to accomplish in life, to follow their own path and create their own happiness. And so the spark grew bigger. Finally, number three, I am a natural-born nurturer, a cheerleader and eternal optimist who loves making people feel good about themselves and inspiring others to reach their dreams, especially young girls and women who might lack the tools and knowledge and confidence to go for what they want in life. By the time I graduated college, the spark had turned into a bright light, and the idea of the Aquitaine Project started to take shape ever so loosely in my imagination. But, as the song says, there were planes to catch and bills to pay. So I buried the light, or so I thought, and went on with my life. Fifteen years, several jobs, a master's degree, and an empty nest later, I thought possibly the flame that was the Aquitaine Project had snuffed itself out. But it hadn't. It was still there, buried in my soul, hiding at the edges of my consciousness, just waiting and waiting and waiting for me to bring it to life. Now, I have to say, I find this part of the story absolutely fascinating. Seriously, a 15-year-old idea hung around until I couldn't ignore it any longer. I finally realized I still had aspirations of somehow combining my love of women's history with my innate desire to help girls and women succeed in ways that would inspire and motivate them to develop the confidence and belief in themselves needed to take on life's challenges and become the architects of their own lives. The problem was, after all this time, did I have the self-confidence and belief in myself to honor a dream that refused to die? About the same time I was getting reacquainted with this particular dream of mine, one of my sons introduced me to the book Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. Okay, if you've never heard of this book, I suggest you get a copy or get the audiobook as soon as possible. It just might change your life. Elizabeth's beliefs about why creative ideas, dreams, or aspirations stick around in our minds or hearts for days, weeks, months, or in my case, even years, really made sense to me. I'll give you the condensed version. According to Elizabeth, all ideas are driven by a single impulse to be made manifest. And the only way an idea can be made manifest in our world is through collaboration with a human partner. When the idea thinks it's found the right person to bring it into the world, it tries to get our attention. Most of the time, we're too busy living our lives to even notice the idea. But sometimes there comes a day when we open up enough to actually get the message the idea is trying to send. You know those feelings of inspiration like chills up your arms or 
the hair standing up on the back of your neck, or when an idea wakes you up in the middle of the night and becomes the only thing you can think about. When the idea has our full attention, it will ask us, do you want to work with me? Now, at this point, we have two options. We can just say no. We might not want the responsibility of creating anything. We might be too busy or working on another project or realize this is not the right idea for us to pursue. And that's okay. Then we're off the hook and the idea goes away and tries to find someone else to work with. But what if we pick door number two and say yes? Then it's showtime. Now our job becomes both simple and difficult. We have officially entered into a contract with inspiration and we must try to see it through all the way to its impossible to predict outcome. Well, obviously, I chose door number two because I really did believe in the idea of the Aquitaine project. And after another year of filling up dozens of notebooks with ideas and plans, doubts, fears, and wishes, I got really good at writing things down and strategizing on paper, hoping that all my scribbling would somehow come true. But someone very near and dear to my heart kept reminding me, hope is not a strategy. So I had to trust the light within because it was time to get to work and bring the Aquitaine project to life. And that, sisters, is how the whole thing started. Trust yourself. Create the kind of self that you will be happy to live with all of your life. Make the most of yourself by fanning the tiny inner sparks of possibility into flames of achievement. Golda Meir I believe believing in ourselves is the first step to bringing to life anything we want to create in this world, but sometimes that's easier said than done. Yes, for more than 15 years, I believed the Aquitaine Project was, and still is, a worthwhile endeavor. The question for me early on was, was I capable of turning my idea of the Aquitaine Project, including starting a podcast, into reality? Did I have what it took to move from ideas to action? Well, all of you listening are my living proof that, yes, I did. But truth be told, some days that belief in myself and what I wanted to accomplish waxed and waned. So here are a few tips and ideas that helped me reinforce my self-belief and keep the faith, so to speak. And they just might help you too. When it comes to believing in ourselves, I like the way a 2020 Psychology Today article puts it. And I quote, Believing in ourselves is kind of like the key that turns the ignition and starts the car. We can't really go anywhere without it. Try as we might to push ourselves forward, we're blocked because our thoughts, attitudes, and actions aren't in alignment with our goals. End quote. There's a link to this article on the episodes page that has some good advice on the subject. Here's what I've learned along my Aquitaine Project journey. One. I can't is the bane of all our aspirations. These two little words are dream killers, and we say them all the time to convince ourselves not to take risks or because we're afraid to fail. I didn't know what I was doing when I started the Aquitaine Project, but I did it. 
by cultivating self-belief, I was able to gain the confidence I needed to successfully navigate my way through whatever comes along. Self-belief, just like self-doubt, is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So turn I can't into I can. Number two, trust it's possible. When we practice cultivating faith in our own abilities and get used to seeing ourselves as someone who dreams big and has the power to bring our bold visions to life, the impossible becomes possible. From day one, I trusted the Aquitaine Project was meant to be. And once I started believing in myself as the person to make it possible, I got out of my own way and made it so. Number three. Take action towards your goals. The biggest reason most of us don't achieve our goals and realize our dreams is we don't take action. And the most common reason we don't take action is self-doubt and fear. Remember, courage isn't the absence of fear. It's the willingness to keep moving forward into the unknown in spite of our fear. When we're able to experience the fear and take action anyway, our self-belief skyrockets. Even taking baby steps like registering my trade name with the state of Colorado or buying and hanging a giant whiteboard in my office to collect all my notes and thoughts felt so empowering. And you have no idea how scared I was to start this podcast. I knew I wanted it to be part of the overall Aquitaine Project plan, but I was not ready to jump in with both feet without any experience and a whole heap of self-doubt to boot. But once again, I had to trust my inner light and myself, find my voice, and bring this part of my vision to life. And sisters, if I can do it, you can do it too. And number four, I cannot stress how important this is. Surround yourself with people who believe in you and what you're trying to accomplish. This is where I have hit the jackpot, you guys. Without the love and support and constructive criticism from my favorite guy, the vision of my magician of a graphics designer, who is also my chief creative brightlighter, and my amazing family, I'm not sure the Aquitaine Project would exist. I've come to believe that hoping and wishing will never get us anywhere. It's believing in ourselves having faith in our aspirations and our ability to accomplish what we set out to do, and moving from ideas to action and gathering those around us who will support us on our journey that are the foundation of our success. Well, there it is, the when and the how of the Aquitaine Project. Now, let me tell you a bit about the all-important why. Everyone has a purpose in life a unique gift or special talent to give to others. And when we blend this unique talent with service to others, we experience the ecstasy and exaltation of our own spirit, which is the ultimate goal of goals. Deepak Chopra I believe our why is our purpose, cause, or belief that drives everything we do. It's the rocket fuel that keeps us going when things get tough and the inspiration that allows us to grow and expand in ways that fulfill our aspirations and make the world a better place. As many of you may know, I am a Simon Sinek fan, 
and his books, Start With Why and Find Your Why, sit at the ready on my bookshelf. I've used his leadership and organizational development methods in my consulting work for years, and both books have helped me develop and integrate my personal why with my professional why. Simon's why philosophy is simple. Simon says, I love saying that. Okay, seriously. Simon says, among other things, our why is the fundamental thing that inspires us, the spark that drives us, the thing we give to the world. And I wholeheartedly agree. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO of a company, an entrepreneur, a sports coach, an artist, or a parent. When we contribute to and are driven by something bigger than ourselves, it gives our lives and our work purpose. It becomes our why. So when I embarked on creating the Aquitaine Project, I went back to my personal why, my fundamental purpose for being. Now, if you were paying attention earlier, you already know my purpose is to nurture others' dreams, aspirations, and goals so they can find their own why and live their best lives. It's just who I am. So incorporating my personal why into the Aquitaine Project's why felt pretty seamless and at the same time, somewhat daunting. It's one thing to cheer on friends and family, mentor co-workers, and coach company leaders. It's quite another thing to envision having an impact on the world by supporting women and girls. But somehow, leading with my why felt like the right way to go. Because I genuinely believe the Aquitaine Project's mission can help women help themselves, which feeds right back into my fundamental nature and personal reason for being, aka my why. Simon has great resources for discovering your why on his website. There's a link on the episode page if you want to check it out. In addition to Simon's work, there are many tools, ideas, and good information out there that can help you on your journey to discover your why. I like the Finding Your Purpose model presented by Jessica Douches Wheeler, professional certified coach and CEO of Brightspace Coaching. You can actually find the model on LinkedIn or on the Brightspace Coaching website. I love Jessica's take on it, and I quote, a life purpose is like a compass guiding you over life's path, keeping you centered, focused, and clear on what really matters to you and what you want from life, unquote. I love the imagery of a compass. I actually have one on my desk, and it helps keep me focused on the Aquitaine Project's North Star and the core values and beliefs that make up my purpose, my why. Here is a fantastic exercise Jessica offers to help us discover our why. Find your ikigai. Ikigai is a Japanese term which loosely translated means a reason to live or our life's purpose. It's the common ground between what we love, what we're good at, what the world needs, and at times, what we can get paid for. Let's take these in order. Start by writing down topics and activities you'd love and things you're good at. For me, I love history, women's history, and storytelling. And I'm good at connecting people, coaching, cheerleading, and encouraging others. Next, think about what the world needs, specifically from you. I had to think long and hard about this question. There are tons of wonderful women empowerment, support groups, networks, coaches, and trainings in the world. 
I knew I wanted to offer the world a unique way for all women to be inspired by the lives and stories of women past and present to take action in their own lives and reach their aspirations. This podcast is just one way of making that happen. I also knew I wanted to create a worldwide sisterhood of support, inspiration, and resources dedicated to helping women develop a stronger sense of self. These ideas became part of my compass and helped guide the Aquitaine Project's mission. The fourth question, what can you get paid for in relation to your talents and experience, is a bit tricky, but I'm working on ways to fund the Aquitaine Project so I can expand on what I love, what I'm good at, and what the world needs from me. And if any of you listening have ways to help me accomplish this, I would love to hear from you. Okay. Once you've made your list, start making connections between the four areas. For example, what do you love that the world needs? What are you good at that you can get paid for? Or what do you love and what are you good at that the world needs from you? You get the idea. Next, look at how all four areas intersect and what that looks like. Which combinations make your soul light up, your heart race, your brain start buzzing with ideas? I know it sounds cheesy, but there's a lighting up that happens when we start thinking about our why. For instance, people tell me all the time when I talk about the Aquitaine Project or my bright lighters, which I can do for hours on end, I have this smile that lights up my face. Yep, I'm probably smiling right now. When you've found the right combination for you, start brainstorming on what could be your ikigai your purpose, and what connecting all four areas might look like in your life. Then, Jessica says, ask yourself what you need to start and stop doing to get there. I started trusting the light within, and I stopped relying on hope as a strategy to bring the Aquitaine Project to life. And here I am today, sharing my journey with each of you. When we take time and give ourselves space to figure out what we love, what we're good at, what the world needs from us, and how we can make a living, our why comes into focus. And once we've figured it out, letting our why guide us in everything we do can make for a very fulfilling life. Now, to answer those three original why questions at the beginning of the podcast, why did the idea of the Aquitaine Project stick with me all these years? I believe it was because I was the right person to bring the creative idea of the Aquitaine Project to life. And once I said yes to the idea and myself, the magic was in the making. Why do I feel so strongly about inspiring women to live up to their aspirations? As a daughter, a mother, a historian, a natural-born nurturer, and a woman, I have learned from the women who have come before us, including my own mother. The cost of sacrificing our dreams, aspirations, and ambitions due to our self-doubts and lack of self-respect, self-confidence, self-expression, and self-love. It has become my personal mission to inspire women everywhere to develop a stronger sense of self and learn how to create a life they love for themselves, their families, their communities, and the world. And finally, why do I want to create something that makes the world a brighter place? That's simple. To ensure all the daughters, the granddaughters, and the great-granddaughters of the world will have the opportunity to live a better, brighter life and shine it forward for generations to come. 
Okay, my sisters, now you know the why of the Aquitaine Project. But just in case you missed it, I'll say it again. The Aquitaine Project exists to light the way for women to learn from yesterday what we need today to create a brighter tomorrow. And in the words of my friend Elizabeth Gilbert, do whatever brings you to life, then follow your own fascinations, obsessions, and compulsions. Trust them. Create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. When I first imagined the Aquitaine Project, it was just a spark, an idea to combine several of my passions in a way that could make a difference in women's lives. At the time, I had no idea what this creation of mine would look like, what form it would take, or what impact it might have on others. All I knew was as the spark got bigger and brighter, it began to light my way forward, fueling my own aspirations to support women in ways that inspire them to take action to achieve their goals and make their dreams come true. And in 2019, when I finally said yes to the creative inspiration that had hung around for so many years, I wrote these words to clarify why the Aquitaine Project exists. Lighting the way for women to learn from yesterday what we need today to create a brighter tomorrow. The purpose of the Aquitaine Project is to become a valuable resource and repository for the stories, voices, and legacies of women across the ages who have shaped the world, and to inspire new generations of girls and women to embrace their true power, create their own stories, and live their best lives. Exemplifying the stories of women past and present through a series of customizable presentations, informal conversations, and the Aquitaine Project podcast, the Aquitaine Project works to create a global sisterhood dedicated to the development of a greater sense of self, self-respect, self-confidence, self-expression, and self-love. Today, these words still hold true as I work to inspire the aspirations of women everywhere. Fifteen years ago, I believed the Aquitaine Project was possible. Today, I know it's possible. And while I do not know exactly what tomorrow will bring, I do know, as long as I choose to believe in myself, in the Aquitaine Project, and in the ability of each of us to create the life we love, the possibilities are endless. In the words of Malala Yousafzai, let us make our future now. And let us make our dreams tomorrow's reality. Today, my sisters, I challenge you to believe in yourselves, to trust the light within, and let it guide you to your brightest tomorrow. Why I love the Aquitaine Project. Okay, by now it's no big secret. I love women's history storytelling and inspiring women to take action to fulfill their aspirations and create a life they love. Luckily, I get to combine all of these loves on each episode of the podcast through the voices, stories, and legacies of my remarkable Brightlighters. It actually feels a bit indulgent at times, getting lost in the lives of women who have taught me a great deal about myself and who have helped me to learn, grow, laugh, and claim my right to shine my own light. 
as I work to further my mission of lighting the way for women, you, my sisters, and my bright lighters, so we can learn from yesterday what we all need to do today to create our brightest tomorrow. What I love most about the Aquitaine Project, the women I talk about and the stories I tell, is best explained in an email I received a few months ago from a woman in California. In the email, she wrote, To the hosts of the Aquitaine Project, I hope this email finds you well. I was recently promoted to president of a company I worked with since 2007, and your podcasts have really helped me and inspired me to find courage and the light I needed to move forward to leadership positions. I cannot thank you all enough for telling the stories you tell and the light that you shine on our community. Your podcasts really make me feel human again, and I cannot thank you all enough for the amazing work you do. Wow, I can't tell you how proud I am of this email. This, sisters, is why the Aquitaine Project exists. For me, the Aquitaine Project is the expression of my inner light. A light that I joyfully share with the world as I do my best to light the way for other women to trust their own inner light and shine it brightly for all to see. To learn more about the amazing women on the Aquitaine Project podcast, visit www.theaquitaineproject.com. And while you're there, you can discover links and resources on the episode page to help you develop a stronger belief in yourself and your ability to achieve your goals, reach your dreams, and fulfill your own aspirations. You can also listen to The Aquitaine Project wherever you get your favorite podcasts and connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Or feel free to reach out to me directly at theaquitaineproject at gmail.com. I would really love it if you would share the Aquitaine Project podcast with your friends and family so we can continue to grow the Brightlighter community all around the world. Okay, my Brightlighters, get over your fears, get out of your own way, discover the hidden gems buried deep inside, and trust the light within so all your sisters will be inspired to do the same. No!